little fucking vacation time. Missed y'all last week. I was on vacation and working. It was a work vacation. Aren't work vacations the best kind of vacations? Bill Caswell, who was joining us. Hey guys, what's up? I was uh, I was on vacation from my vacation as well. Yeah, I mean, it's, it was. Were you fully? Were you vacationing or were you working? Uh, it started as a vacation, and then I was offered a car, and then it became work. Yeah, see, that's usually what happens. Yeah, mine was the other way. Mine was work, and then became vacation. Right. There were separate trips. I took three separate trips at once. Right, you were what? Sweden, UK, I did Italy? Sweden to drive Volvos, yeah. UK to drive all manner of cool things in right-hand drive. Yep, that was that list you said. And then me? yeah, and then and then Italy to vacation with like You parents. had you had like a ramp down from actual work work to kind of fucking around in the UK work <laughs> yeah. to <laughs> yeah. Italy. Yeah. yeah. But what's amazing is if normally if you were like like Caswell I'm just going to bet on his trip, did a lot of drinking. <laughs> a lot of drinking. Like a lot of, because that's how I you I saw are. his impromptu cooler. Right. Wasn't that awesome? I'm like, like 10 I follow pounds you, heavier. I follow from... you on social media. So like I know that you did a lot of drinking. Yes. If you follow me on social media, there's one thing that you know, and that's in Europe. I did not do a lot of drinking. You drove I drank, a lot of cars. I drove a lot of cars, and, and the places I, that I went was in general – Terrible nightlife in every everywhere I went. Had yeah, terrible you were in, like, nightlife. Little quaint towns. I was right? like forty miles from anything in Sweden. I was like fifty miles from anything with Chris Harris. Although we went to a pub that was opened in like fourteen hundred. Yeah, that's like a hundred yards from his house in London. No, no, no. He lives way out in. Wow. The is that the one he talks about all the time, like the Nag or something? Yeah, like I that. don't know what it's called. I can't remember, but it is. It's a, literally a hundred yards from his house, and he lives very close to. has a beautiful farmhouse in the middle of nowhere, and and uh, and we went to this pub that opened in like fourteen hundred. See, that's cool. I like drinking in old places. And you know, like and that. he told me he was telling me that he goes like when he tours around and he sees places like you know catacombs somewhere, and they're like, oh yeah, these catacombs are from fifteen hundred. He's like. Oh, man, I drink in a pub that was 100 years before that. And I, the same thing happened to me. I went to this castle. And they were talking about, oh, it was bombed in 1512. And I'm like, huh, the pub I drank was still standing when this shit was fucking upright. <laughs> and it's like ruins. <laughs> so the same thing. And then, uh, yeah, and Italy, Italy has a very strange nightlife, especially in the Amalfi Coast. It's very strange. Well, isn't it like a lot of couples and it's a, ton, a lot of and... little groups? Like they don't have bars. They don't like. I went. I went out one night by myself in Rome and got shit cocked <laughs> by myself <laughs> in an Irish pub in Rome. Get this: the bartender. I, I, you ever have you you've found yourself fully alone in foreign countries? Oh, all the time, all the time. Yeah, it's a relatively new experience for me. Usually, I'm with friends or with family or with other people. I was fully by myself in Rome. I obviously don't speak Italian, it's so almost- I just. More got fun. a cab. It was it was so fun. Yep. I got a cab and like pointed it somewhere completely random on the map that I vaguely recognized. The cab took me there and I just started walking around. I found an Irish pub and I, you know, you want to like be Italian and go to a trattoria and shit, but ultimately I was by myself, so finding someone who might speak English was a good idea to me. So I went to this Irish pub, Monaco Grand Prix is on. I'm like, "Oh, I'm home. Yeah, this all ties <laughs> together. Talk to the yep. bartender. The bartender is from Marina del Rey yeah. and knows Rocky. Our yeah. bartender at the bar that is a quarter of a mile from our house, uh, the bartender in Rome dropped his name. Fuck that, dude. That's, That's crazy. A small, That's crazy. small world. And then like these college ex- American exchange students come in from Michigan, Michigan State, I believe. East Lansing, is that Michigan State? Yeah. yeah. They're from Michigan State. And the hottest one... 
came was like looking at me, and I couldn't figure out why because hot girls usually don't just like look at me. Well, that in like nineteen too. Well, and, like, yeah, she was like twenty one, and her boyfriend was a huge fan of Drive, and so I became. This little uh, celebrity in this Irish awesome. bar in Rome, which was sort of fun. Free beer? Time. No. They didn't buy you a beer? No, but I went. I was gone for two weeks. I went out one. Oh, they bought me a couple beers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. Free not beer. like, not all night. Not a, not no, a Bill Caswell free beer. You get a couple of beers. I mean, that's Then there's nice. a, you know, Fast and Loud on Discovery Channel. You know, Richard Rawlings. You guys know Fast. Yeah. yeah. It's like, that's like their big hit fucking now. Fast and Loud is a huge hit. Richard Rawlings I've known for years. We did a bull run together. He's a crazy Texan. Oh, I know him from uh, Roy's book. Yes. That's that Richard Rawlings. The guy who showed up in like the truck or whatever. Yeah, he hosts a show on Discovery Channel okay. now called Fast and Loud. It's about his shop. And he was always meant for TV, this guy. He was, if anyone was ever going to get a TV gig, it was him. But um, And I know him from a book. Yeah. No, but he's, <laughs> he's fun. But he'll show up in a bar and throw down 5G's cash in the bar and go... Richard Rawlings is buying drinks, and he'll refer to himself in the third. He'll, he'll, he'll say that was verbatim. Richard Rawlings buying drinks, and everyone in the bar get free drinks. I love hanging out with him. He's fun. If he's yeah, going to burn like his money, at least he can burn it to fucking booze for me. I'm wondering where that where that tie off is. If it's like above 600, you get to announce that it's yourself, or like if it's 1200 before you can do the third person, or yeah. what is it? what's the ratio? Here? Yeah, or it's intention just to buy everyone drinks until the bar closes, then you can use your name in the third person. Oh, I forgot to mention Nino on the soundboard tonight in honor of uh, my trip to Italy and Nino's Italian heritage. Uh, this podcast will be brought to you by Joe Pesci. Sit down, relax. Home now. That's a high volume. You might have just blown out people's eardrums. That was a loud <laughs> Joe Pesci. I couldn't even understand what that was. What was that Joe Pesci? Said relax. You're home now. Oh, is that what it was? It said relax. And I just like yelled at it. I think okay. it's just a bad, whatever. Bad, loud, bad. loud, loud back. All right, you get another chance. <sighs> it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I brought and you, you know lemon cello. I did that. I saw I the, can, the best I, one to use. When I bought that show. that nice bottle of Sorrento lemon cello, where the lemons are the size of fucking melons. I can I can blow out the sound too. Oh come on, play metal on the fucking. <laughs> oh, is that Formula One? <laughs> yeah, Formula One via iPhone. In context, yeah. it sounds kind of good. It kind of does. It sounds like yeah. we're commentating from the race. <laughs> <laughs> Not talking um, about the race at all. Just sitting in the middle, just going. Oh, yeah. All right, so which is what most of the people do there. We yeah. can get to my trip later. Yeah, you went to. You went to. No, no, no I, I want to hear about. You want to do my trip first? Yeah. Okay, so I'll, we'll forget. You forget drove the, a crazy we, list of cars. We no, covered you go first. all no, the you drinking. Go first. I did. No, you go first. I mean, we, I'm happy to hang out and listen for a little bit. Too. We have covered all the drinking I did. So let's go. To, let's. That was that was all of two nights. The whole trip. So anyway, cars. So Sweden was the production S60 Polestar. Right. Now you remember the crazy 500 horsepower prototype one. Now, I really feel for Polestar because it's a kind of a cool idea. Fast Volvos, I like the idea of that. That French blue color looks good on all their cars. Or as they call it, Swedish racing green. <laughs> yeah. Swedish racing green. <laughs> but Volvo is like choking them. And Are like they? they let them come up with these crazy concepts, which they tore around to the media. And then the production cars, Volvo won't let them do the crazy stuff. So... They're left with a car that outwardly looks the same, but you have to tell everybody isn't quite the same. Yeah, Bill's put, holding the picture of the of the of the uh, the prototype one. Okay. And the yeah, picture and of the production there was one, one looks down like here that, the, uh... but instead of 500 horsepower, it's 350. Right. And instead of a six-speed manual, it's a six-speed automatic with right. no paddles, and the fucking lever pattern is backwards. 
What the Whoa. fuck? So you push forward and upshifts? Yeah. Like the first year of the X Five. Yeah, that drove dude. Nuts. Like, like, look, I like the guys at Polestar, and I, I really respect what they're trying to do. But like, Volvo not allowing them to put paddle shifters on that car, especially considering it's a backwards lever, is so silly. So why? Like, if you let take them? me to a racetrack and I drive a half a lap and just leave it in sport mode after that, that's not so good. Yeah. No. Well, it's and certainly that's sad. the point of even letting these guys in if you're just going to neuter everything they make right. anyway. But I'll tell you something. On, on the street, as a sh- forget the track. On the, right. As a street car where, yeah. let's be frank, you're leaving it in automatic, yep. it's very nice. Right. It rides great. It's got, it looks cool. The seats were awesome. It had these, the, the, they showed us one that had these optional just giant Brembo brakes that were amazing. And the roads in Sweden are cool as fuck. Southern Sweden is a beautiful place to drive a car. I've never been. Oh, it's great. The, I mean, the roads are amazing. It's like by, by where Koenigsegg is and, and south of there. Uh, and it was it's beautiful. So that the Volvo S60, and I'm writing an article about it for the smoking tire. You'll see it soon. But what, what's the point of that car? Is that like, I mean... Well, they want to make a, a, a 335, you know, kind yeah, of... Exactly. They want to do their fast sedan. And they but should. The, they really although should. Although the prototype was more along the lines of like a full-on M3. Right. Yeah. It was like a full enthusiast car. And, like and apparently it's like if this one goes well, then with the next generation... S60, which is next year or yeah. 2014 or whatever, they will integrate it better. It's going to have paddle shifters. So I think that the guys at Polestar, the concepts show what they can make. Sure. The production ones show what Volvo. Volvo will let them make. This sounds like this would be like if this was a, if this was an Audi, this would be an S model. And yeah. the RS would be the next. Right, right. But, but listen, yeah. if you want to break into the game, this is a pretty established game. Yeah. Yeah, but you, you know, you're not going to pull new people into Volvo. They're just going to get the Volvo buyer who's going to be like, oh, I like how fast it is. I can merge onto on-ramps quicker. I mean, maybe, but I think they could. They're I really gonna, think they're if, not they, put, if they made it crazy, Audi, they might. Lexus, they did, Lexus did. People buy bought When people were like, oh, yeah, Lexus, come on. Who's going to buy a Lexus instead of M3? And people did. Not a ton, but In enough. LA and yeah. South Beach. Enough, and, enough people did, you know. It's worth a shot. How yeah. cool is a fast if you Volvo? Could, a if fast you could Volvo do, is cool. If they could under- a 500 horsepower Volvo is cool. Yeah, exactly. But 350 horsepower Volvo is well, like... That's, well, that's what I'm saying the problem is. Right. I mean, the, the Ford uh, Focus ST is like 270 mm-hmm. foot-pounds of torque. Yeah. I mean, it's, an, it's a hatchback five-door wagon <laughs> yeah. for like 27 grand. Yeah. I mean, 350 is like... That was a lot of power. It, don't, it did have. It had. Uh, I'll tell you what. You know? though, it was 350 horse, but it was like 420 torque. So the it, no, it felt fast. This car, it, you know, it, it, you get it and you drive it, and you go, "Oh, this thing's quick." You know, it was yeah. a legit yeah. quick car. It's just and it's all wheel drive as well. And it's all wheel drive. And and at anything less than the full limit, it's great. At the full limit, you can tell it's going front wheel, all wheel, front wheel, all wheel, front wheel, all wheel. Yeah. And you know, because the Volvo ha- uses that inline six. Transverse. That's what I, that was going to be my next question. It's a, it's a safety thing. It actually helps in the crash test. That layout. It's like a fucking having a bulldozer barrier right in front of the passenger compartment. So they can't fundamentally change that architecture. So it's always going to feel nose heavy. So unfortunately, it's all. And that's what Chris Harris said because he drove the crazy one. They're never going to undo the fact that it is fundamentally a front wheel drive car with yeah. that particular architecture. But with the six speed and five hundred horsepower, it was still pretty fun. What what was the one that Volvo made like 
eight or ten years ago. There was some like fast all wheel drive turbocharged. Well, there was the S sixty R. The S sixty R. Yeah, it like, yeah, was like yeah. their M three mm-hmm. kind of version of a. And not quite their, as fast, but yeah, the uh, what was it? The S eighty also that had the Yamaha engine in it. Hmm. That was that shit V eight though. Yeah. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's like a show mode. No, no, I don't think I don't. No, don't quote hold me to that. But it yeah. was the S. The eighty was it was the S sixty R. You're talking about. Uh, I, I get a lot of comments on that. Yeah. <laughs> you dumb motherfucker! God yep. forbid you don't know everything <laughs> about cars. Oh my god! You know, I went. Let's talk about it for a second. We'll get back to <laughs> Europe. Um, your buddy's M three. So I went to drive it. The electric, yeah, the electric M3, M3, the EV West, West M3, car. Yeah. which you suggested, yep. and we did on Tuned, yep. and I just, like, we were coming up with an intro, and I was just thinking, like, when someone says 400 kilowatts, do you really know what that means? Not like, as an American, I don't not think as a, a non-engineer See, that's American. The, that's the thing, but I guess with the drive having this worldwide kind of audience, yeah. I got shat on, and not for, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and not sorry, even for saying, sorry to like, go to engineering school. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, the funny thing, we talked about that very issue right after that was filmed. Is we were like, yeah, we don't really know what the conversion is and all that shit off the top of our heads. And but they still, but like, you know, but that's reasonable. It's, it's not a, like it seems that seems like, like a totally reasonable thing. Yeah, it's not like you're a turbo guy and you don't know psi to bar or or like what's a standard right. kilometers, kilometers per hour to, to miles. miles per hour. That's probably yeah. the most standard conversion. Well, of and a you know what? Metric. I get I get kind of pissy on comments too when people are like, can you convert it to Newton meters or whatever, and I'm like, no, fuck you, Google. Like, but yeah, but then at the same time, I base a whole intro on not knowing what a conversion is. So uh, I want a particular conversion is, but it but also, you, I, mean, I, I also was, was talking about power at the wheels versus 400 kilowatts at the yeah, crank. But I saw the, I saw the people doing the conversion. It's a neat car. Comments. It's a cool car. It's yeah. You know, I guess the point is, is that it's it's so unusual, like how you think about yeah. the drive line or how it's powered or what kind of power it has or yeah. how you measure the energy and how you measure like the output of the energy. Yeah. But it's a, it's a full on race car, and so that's you know, street it's legal. One, yeah, it's street only legal. because it's electric. Which yeah, is so weird. It's a full on race car. It full feels on like race a race car. car. Yeah, yeah. And it you know, and it's you, heavy. It's, yeah, it's heavy. It has <laughs> manual steering. I was like, oh, I was like, guys, you gotta put power steering in this thing, man. Yeah, I mean, they've um, for Pike's Peak. I get it. You hold you you work out your muscles for, for 12, twelve minutes, minutes and you call and then it you're a dead. dead. Right, exactly. But you know, I drove the thing around on the street for like four hours. Yep, and, and turning my around upper to body, film to do oh, the same. Three All they need the is another little pump, ju- just another little electric well, motor to power the power steering. Yeah, and, pump. They've, and they've got that. So like yeah. their other cars, they have this cool assembly that bolts onto the front that gives them uh, like alternator. Yeah. Steering. Oh, so that gives them drive accessories, accessories right yeah. off. Air conditioning. That Beetle they had had that thing. Yeah, had air conditioning yeah. and the whole deal. Yeah. But that's but, a race car. But then it also means the car has to idle. Yeah. yeah. Right? So in like, because when you're stopped and you want to do your three-point yeah. turn, the motor's got to be spinning. Yeah. Whereas, so it has to have an actual transmission with or, a reverse or a clutch, gear. Yeah. Or a neutral or something yeah. like that that allows it to idle when you pull up at a light. Like yeah. The first time I drove that car, it had a five-speed and a clutch, <laughs> oh, yeah. but it didn't idle. It would turn off. Yeah. So like the clutch was irrelevant. So <laughs> it even confused Borisette. Like He came back. He's like, I don't know. Sometimes I put the clutch in. Sometimes I didn't. Because you could just leave it in gear, pull up to a light, and it doesn't yeah. stall. It's yeah. electric. They yeah. got the power to it. So yeah. like, it's no longer spinning. But then you've got a clutch, and you're like... Do I need to let the clutch out when I give gas? You're like, no, I just put my foot down like a golf cart. And then I'm like, well, what's the clutch here for? 
right? Yeah, burnouts, obviously. Well, no, but you just, got, you just put your foot down. It does burnouts. Oh, yeah. And so then I was like using it when shifting gears, and I'm realizing, well, if I just pause for a second, the rotation of the motor comes down yeah. and it works. So it, then you the, just, yeah. it was so weird. And then that's and then, when they realized they didn't need a clutch. And that's when they went to the two-speed power drive yeah. and just directly linked it without the torque. Okay, so and they moved blew over up to first gear on the dyno. Well, which, didn't they try to do a burnout on the dyno or something? Tra- yeah, pretty, then, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, that, <laughs> that's what know, happened. That was probably yeah. a bad idea. Yeah. So it's a, it's a regular power glide now that's built up for like drag racing? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. then without the torque converter. And there's no torque converter. Oh, okay, yeah. so and that's why it can't spin free. Okay. Yep, and yeah, then it's it got an external pump to power up the valve bodies. Yeah. I don't know and much first about automatic that pump transmissions. Broke too. That oh, really? pump broke, and then first gear went. That's okay. what happened. So, yeah. well, you know. Seems like if you if they left that torque converter on there, it would probably be a lot easier on the gear. There'd also be a lot more drivetrain loss, though, and it's unnecessary because the motor has an outdrive that is the exact same fitting as yeah. a power glide. Right, in. it just plugs It's in. like, right, it's like, yeah. Yeah. The cool thing about that electric car is how fast it is and how cheap it is. Mm-hmm. Like that's like a like a thirty five thousand dollar electric car. It's not a hundred thousand dollar electric car. Right. If okay. you put if you know, and people were talking about DC versus AC motors. If you put AC motors in it, now it's a hundred thousand dollar car. Correct. You know that's why a Tesla is a hundred grand, right? Mm-hmm. And not you know thirty grand plus whatever leather costs. And, Speaking and a lot of, of it's the, the speed and controller and the noise yeah. and the you know well, like and AC, AC you can use one gear. Like AC, like the motors themselves aren't all that expensive. I mean, I, my office is like in their shop, yeah. so I'm always walking through and asking them weird questions, and I don't know anything. I think it drives them nuts sometimes, but I, I found some cool stuff in yeah. the process. But uh, the speed controllers for AC aren't programmed. So like DC, direct current's really obvious. It's like our remote-controlled cars as a kid. You could have a little right. like you know arm that moves across the different contact points. Or, you know, the digital one that effectively does that. Yeah. But AC with the pulsing and the fact that it, it jumps You're around the motor. You're going to need a digital controller then to actually watch your pedal I mean, signal. They both yeah. have digital controllers, but there's software that you need to write for the digital controllers. And Siemens, I guess, wrote software for the baby one. Yeah. So that's why they can make that like AC. Like the Volkswagen Beetle has AC because it weighs like nothing. Yep. And so it's got the little speed And it's like, you know, kind of slow. I mean, it, for a Beetle, it's quick. But for, you know, compared to a, the race, the race car, car, it's slow. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And if you want, they make big speed controllers and they make big motors but you need to be like ford motor company or siemens to program yeah. the speed control you need like a room of engineers developing the software for it so like the hot rotting of electric ac motors isn't really there yet yeah unless you just buy a, whatever tesla uses out of the box which yeah. is probably very this expensive. is shit that'll get real cheap over the next five years though. Sure. there'll be op- there'll be guys that like me that just build shit and they'll yep. go and open source sure. a project like but, that. But you know, if yep. if they if they exactly. Could, exactly. the problem with that car is ultimately the weight. Yeah, it's heavy. You know, it's re- it's heavy, and and that's that's where a lot of the electric cars lose me. It's like, you know, I I like the feeling of this single gear power band instant power, <laughs> but at and what it's cost? Smooth, isn't it's, it? It's smooth, but like the fucking thing is four hundred pounds heavier than the stock one. Yeah, like damn. What kind of batteries were they using though? Uh, Calbs, so yeah. China. Ba- I forget what it is, but, but are they counts. lithium polymer, lithium ion, or are they still using nickel? God, I couldn't even tell you. They're, uh, they're, well, they're I, batteries. I they're like magnets. Makes, they're batteries. It makes a big difference as far as weight goes. <laughs> they're, this sucker's nuclear. <laughs> this sucker's electrical. Yeah. But I need to generate the 1.21 gigawatts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't totally know, but I do know that um, one gallon of fuel, which weighs seven pounds, has a t- ton of energy in it. Yeah. yeah. Like you could run a car down, I well, mean, not quite a quarter mile on a gallon, but you know, you can make a lot of power and a lot of torque out of yeah, seven so, pounds. Yeah. 
per gram. A top fuel dragster goes through like a gallon and a half of gas, two gallons of gas per quarter mile. And that's a fucking top fuel dragster. Right, exactly. I think the alcohol ones. Maybe it's meth- more. Maybe it's three or four uh, gallons, but either way. Well, some of the methanol ones just pump fluid into it. It's like a Have you ever seen hose. the injector? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, like a, a garden fire hose. Yeah. The injectors on dragsters that- or the, the, the tank cams where you have the clear fuel tank and yeah. the camera's like. <laughs> and some of those will drop 20 gallons in a run. I don't think it's oh, 20. Oh, like the methanol I think they're like I think they're like five for the crazy ones. I don't know. Uh, this, I don't know. Google's Google's gonna I'm, have I'm pretty to sure the cra- got, yeah. so, like, But you, we're talking about the same thing. You take like a regular race fuel dragster and launch yeah. it a quarter mile. It's like a gallon or two. That's or three. Yeah. Well, here's yeah. the crazy thing is with a lithium polymer battery, okay, per gram. Funny cars can burn as much as 15 U.S. gallons yeah, it's, okay. in a run, That's, yeah. which is a fuck ton. Per gram <laughs> of, uh, of mass on a, on a lithium polymer battery, it is as quarter of pow- as powerful as dynamite. It retains wow. so much energy in it that that's why you get the fuck away from anything that's got a big battery in it that's burning. Well, maybe those, those maybe it's called an expense events. issue. Yes, is it an expense them. issue then? Is it like uh, yeah, they're they're to- not cheap. Lithium polymer batteries, <laughs> like that's what Tesla's using, and they're they're fucking expensive. And that's why that car is really fucking expensive. But they'll get cheaper. Yeah, and, you know, I know there's ways like uh, like the Formula SAE cars. They have yeah. like, an electric version, and I know one of the one of like my friends on facebook runs one of those teams and they take the dewalt battery Didn't packs we, we have a fan who's doing that oh corbin that's corbin's doing formula sae is he doing yeah. electric though no i think he's doing gas yeah but, which is really yeah. cool it's yeah. like one of my huge regrets from college me not too doing, yeah. I, I got into it and then like got out of it quickly and felt so stupid yeah. that's like the, that's like the kids we visited over lmu too that were doing the eco cars as yeah well. like if you're in college and you want to go work on a race team do formula sae yeah like, you will get a job with a race team no problem absolutely like, <laughs> i mean the the top guy that engineer the cars that really the guys that write the papers that explain what all the engineering is those guys get hired like at the event in michigan like the auto companies come out and they're like look here's my card send us all your stuff we'll hire you yeah i mean you get a job without interviewing like your car and speaking of which i need i'm hiring at gotham dream cars are you i got a guy for you i need hiring transporters i got a guy for you he is a tow truck driver oh tom says no because we don't want to hire a fan no fans no fans yeah. They're all stoners. Yes, I don't want to hire any more stoners. Shut up, Tom. <laughs> he's he's, he's Tommy no a, spice. I mean, he's kind of got a point. You don't Tommy want no a fan. Spice. You want someone you can like properly yell at. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, what we need to find we need to get Bill Caswell needs a nickname. Oh. For what? I know. How about uh, How about, yeah, I know where you're how about Billy the Mouth? <laughs> Billy, Billy the, the Mouth. mouth. <laughs> M- no, M O U F. Yeah. Mouth. mouth. My, uh, mouth. I'll take whatever can that be. You can guys that be want. your nickname? Because everyone gets a nickname. Tommy's he's Tommy No Spice. Whatever you guys want to dish out, my friends in Chicago just nickname me Chaos. Because every time chaos? I went someplace, I left a pile of chaos. Like okay. started, we don't need to call me that, but it, it's it came from the racetrack where I'd show up <laughs> and I'd unload my car and I'd have spare parts, tools, oils, fluids, and there'd be these chaos piles. <laughs> and this one would be like tools, and this one would be fluids. This would be spare parts. Yeah. This would be engine parts. This would be rubber bushings, yeah. exhaust stuff. And like throughout the course of the day, as I rummaged through them, <laughs> my like pit spots it would look like a junkyard. Yeah. It just, I mean, like that's how it started. Like I think it was Sam Smith walks in my parking spot, and he's just like, Jesus, <laughs> chaos went on here, right? And that's what our our lemons team operators uh, pit area looks like. He's got yeah. like rusted together axles and brake components. Because you never know when you might need to like change a whole axle. Yeah. Well, we've got a practice <laughs> lemons car. We've got the Jeff Glucker mobile. 
What's which that? is a Honda Civic ES with a SI drivetrain swap. Oh, that sounds a, cool. Is yeah. that basically what you're racing, though? It's the opposite. <laughs> a race car is an SI with an EX engine in it. Oh, that's really <laughs> shit. This is the opposite. <laughs> so we kind of want to just swap motors. Why don't we just throw a cage in that one and run two cars at the we end of the month? We should do that. Yeah, Hondas are fun to race, and they tend to not break. And they're right. cheap. And they're cheap. And they're cheap. Yeah. Are you guys doing the, <laughs> are you doing the 24 NOS hour at the end of the month? The end of this month? I think it's the end of this month. It's a full 24 hours of oh, button wheel. Oh, boy. Oh. Through the night, like with lights. Oh, that sounds fun. Lights are racing with lights are awesome. Are you bringing the 750 convertible? I don't know. I'm going to Chicago it? after Montreal, so I leave Thursday for the Montreal Grand Prix. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Are you, get, are you press carring it up and doing a story, or are you no, vacationing I, again? Um, Infinity bought me. A friend of mine's parents bought at auction like a full VIP package of the Montreal Grand Prix. Oh, nice. So someone called me from Infinity Red Bull and said they needed to book my plane tickets and oh, my hotel brilliant. rooms. Yeah. First class? Yeah. Nice. I know. Nice. And it's not a press thing and it's not a Jalopnik thing. It's just I got lucky and a friend of mine called me and said, hey, you want to go see Montreal Grand That's Prix? That's awesome. I know. I'm pretty Dude, I, when I flew to Sweden, uh, center seat, 14 hours, center seat coach. <laughs> Oh, that's fun. <laughs> oh, it was rough. Yeah, I used miles. I'm not a got snob, upgraded. but that was rough. It was I, it's bad. Did I you got have upgraded to business. With Lieberman? I yeah, Lieberman had the aisle, yeah. and I had the center. Oh, that's <laughs> fucked up because Lieberman's like six inches shorter than you. Yeah, no, I, I okay. I like Johnny. I'm glad I got to go to Sweden like I with Johnny. I, a lot of a lot of the drive fans talk shit about him because he works for Motor Trend, but I I like Johnny. We had a good time. Yeah, we. I mean, we, he yeah, was doing I mean, the he, show and everything. We had a good time. Yeah, just, Johnny's a fun dude. He said, and he says he will come things. back and do the show. Right, again. you could be yeah. a good guy and still work at McDonald's. You know. <laughs> He gets to do fun stuff, man. I don't, no, I don't blame him at all, dude. They I'm have a joking. budget to do all. He can think up stories that cost real money and mm-hmm. go do them, and like that's cool. No, I, I agree. wish. I, I wish agree. we had. And they've that got luxury. some cool brands there, like I like European Car and Alex Bernstein's yeah, working yeah. for them. I love Alex. Yeah, I like. Uh, I actually like automobile and Gene Jennings' work a lot. What like, do you think of the re- redesigned road and track? Do you like it? Uh you know. Parts of it, yes. I mean, I, I think, like their editorials, but their reviews are dry as fuck. Well, the reviews are just the same as any other magazine. Yeah, like it's the same as Car and Driver, you know, Motor Trend, Automobile. What I do like is like this third issue. There's articles in there about people and things about cars that I, I don't know about, like Remington. Yeah. Oh, that uh, was a great piece, right? Exactly. Who, and I knew who nothing fucking wrote that. Uh, Cruz, I don't know. I don't know who I'm wrote it. It, it was wrong. really good. I have. Well if you guys written. should check this out. The new issue of Road and Track. I've it's seen awesome. it on newsstands. I haven't read it. Yeah, yet. there's an article about Phil Remington, and then of course the Subaru Factory Five thing, written by Jack Baruth. Oh, I, I just I was in the airport and had yeah. a chance to flip through it. It's really good. Decide that I liked uh, the new format. I think it's finally starting to come into its own. Yeah. Like I didn't the first month. I didn't care for it. It looked like they tried to take a website and put it on paper. Yeah. And there was just there was call out boxes and arrows and stuff everywhere. And really, Tom. <laughs> and uh, good pecker. Yeah. You know, there's there's just You're there's. Podcasting in our living room, so it's yeah. I know. It's oh, all it's all good. Oh yeah. come on, Tom. No, it's Tom's. Um, like friend, we're inconvenience him by, in, him by doing the podcast. Yeah, it's it's a rough life, huh? Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. Well, it's like uh, on the way up here, I posted I spilled my whole cup of coffee because E30 doesn't have cup holders, and I used to manage it fine in my twenties. But like now that I'm getting older, I have any trouble eating, shifting, and drinking my coffee. It's a German car. You're only supposed to drive it. You're not supposed to have a beverage. Exactly. You can't have a beverage while you're driving. Yeah, it. but we're not in Germany on the autobahn doing 200. I'm in Southern California <laughs> on the 405 doing 10 miles an hour. I want my coffee. No, and, uh, you know, the the new Cayman, excellent cup holders. Really, f- a fucking great cup. Are holders? they still directly in front of the vents? 
No, they yeah. they pop out from the, the like passenger Ooh, side un, airbag area. German. They're awesome, dude. Yeah. They're fu- they're great. They fully go out of, out of the way when you don't need them, and when they're when you open them, they don't get in the passenger's knees or anything. Yeah, that's the new good. Cayman is fantastic. I, it's actually yeah. if I had cash, that's the car. I, I drove think the that's the best one. looking car they make right now. I drove the base one, and it was dumb slow, yeah. like really slow, unless you. Absolutely wound the sh- like S two thousand. Is that like a three point four? There's a two point seven. Two point seven. Yeah, the Cayman Fuck S me. is a three point four. Is it heavy? Why is it so slow? Because Gearing? it's two hundred and seventy horsepower and two hundred and fourteen pounds of torque. Yeah, but think about like the E thirty six M three, right? Yeah, I think it was like a three liter when it first came out, two hundred forty horsepower, and it right. was a quick car. Like you pull three gears and you're getting in trouble. No, but the M three had more torque. Than this does, but it's it was this car. The Cayman, like, don't get me wrong. Yeah, I don't yeah. want people to think I'm shitting on the Cayman. I'm not. I had a great time driving the Cayman. <laughs> Add to the but this is a car that was like like seventy thousand dollars, okay, and uh, and does like six nine to fucking sixty. Yeah, that's that's you know what, what I mean. That's what the uh, Fiesta ST. That's what I'm saying. That I drove in bro. Europe. It's twenty one thousand that, dollars. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah I agree. And, and it's not like I don't I don't hate the Cayman. Like I would no, buy the S. The S seems yes, to me cool like it's totally, the problem is the torque. Because when you go from like six to eight thousand RPM, it's a nice it's car. Great, but who the fuck drives like that? Right. Well, the rumor is now with those cars that they're going to move the Caymans over to turbo four cylinders. Uh, maybe introducing one might not be a bad idea yeah. because what that car needs is a little bit of torque. Yeah, but like, like yeah. it just. Uh, well, there, know, there was an article. It's like, so fun, but the, the base came in is so slow. But I mean, remember who they're selling them to. You know what I mean? They're selling uh-huh. them to, like, it's like the new Mercedes. Like, I drive around and I see yeah. people just rolling, like, slow in the right lane of their Porsches. Yeah, and, and most of them are Cayennes and Panameras. And most of them and, never use and, fucking turn signals either. And 911s. Like, all over San Diego, like, 911 is the new Mercedes in San Diego. Is it? I just You, you know I what's see, amazing? They're not really selling anywhere else. Dude, I America, see so many big cities are people. eating them up. They're not, you don't see any of them. I was in fucking. In the UK, and everyone talks about you know the UK has such an amazing car culture for hot hatches. You know, for but <laughs> but when you drive around, you don't see shit. Yeah, dude, I was driving that CLS sixty three Estate, right, which was ninety seven thousand pounds, so basically one hundred and fifty grand. Right, this was Jesus. the only AMG car I laid eyes on in five days in Britain. Wow. And I saw, like, I didn't see anything. I saw a Hennessy Viper from, like, 97. And, like, That's an 01 NSX. Were the two nicest cars I saw, except for the one I was driving. Well, it's like, I've got. Zero X Gold, or the uh, NSX Gold. That was blue. <sighs> I've got some awesome. friends that I do business with that are from London. And, you know, they, they're up in San Francisco now. And we were talking about, we were talking about cars one day. And these guys are from some fairly wealthy families and even they go oh i couldn't afford to run this gti in london well, yeah. because it was so fucking expensive not only yeah. is it the is the gas expensive to insure and register yeah. a gasoline car there is exorbitantly expensive well i what i learned about wow. being in the uk is mo- driving in general the reason shows like top gear and fifth gear and all these mag- are so important is because buying a car and operating a car in the uk is a, a vastly different thing from doing it here in the States. Here yeah. in the States, a car is essentially a disposable thing. People fucking lease them. They put gas in them. They don't give a shit. Yep. In the UK, gas is like eight bucks a gallon. I had to put a quart of oil in the fucking Mercedes. It was, it, the low light came on. I would put a quart of oil in. It was 18 pounds for, for a quart, a quart of oil. Of oil. Yeah. 
That is fucking crazy. That's like five times the price of oil in the states. And so and the and like you know this everything about having a car is so expensive over there yeah. that it's a completely different purchase. When it's you so buy different. One. Like they the average oil change over there is like between twelve and eighteen thousand mm-hmm. miles. That's how long they stretched out just because everything's so fucking. Because everything here right. is so cheap and we're, and and we're paranoid. So yeah. and yeah. they've con- convinced us that it you know needs it but i treat cars like iphones i know like yeah. every two years yeah. three years i'm gonna need a new one like every three years is about my limit yeah I, i'm gonna keep the raptor because it makes a great work truck but i i feel myself getting a new daily soonish yeah i want a new daily too i actually want that fiesta st in europe i'm not yeah. kidding like oh, ford tell, so tell me ford about the gave it to me so like you know i borrowed a car from ford so, i have to pay for my rental car but oh my no, god no, no, I forget bummed. that dude you wrote you did what four pieces involved i'm in only fiesta? i'm only halfway done i still owe the monica so you don't need to, one you don't need to like you don't need to fucking do a disclaimer like you got a legit press yeah, no, it's car smoking tire like legit. things are normal here like people understand how this works no, but you like, got a legit press car yeah, and use exactly. it for legit press reasons there's, i want nothing to, to buy one for. i like really really want if there was a two-door here in the states i would probably buy it yeah but the, the two-door but, here, but, so here, so but the five-door has the same wheelbase it's uh, 140 or 150 pounds heavier and it doesn't look nearly as cool. Yeah, like the I like Tudor looks much better, and it looks like the WRC car. It looks like Ken Block's it car. Does. It looks like the WRC car. I bet you could fucking wide body it out and make it look all crazy. It would too. look awesome. <laughs> I really wish. I really wish they would do a fucking all-wheel drive version. I don't think. I think that'd be a mistake. I, yeah, I'm kind of with Matt. I, I Have like you driven it. a Golf R. No, I've driven a Golf R. Oh, the all-wheel can, drive. One. Yeah, and I can tell you, an all-wheel drive hot hatch is a mistake. It's just heavy. It's heavy, and yeah. it, and and unless you. Unless it really has the power to compensate for that extra weight, and it needs a lot of it, kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah, no, agreed. Agreed. The, the little ST, uh, ST thing was quick. It was like 220 foot-pounds of torque and overboost. Had you driven a Focus ST before? Yes, yeah, so I went on the launch so, okay. for that a year ago. All right, so Focus ST versus Fiesta ST. The Focus kicks more and has like more like pulling torque, and yeah, the, gear, yeah. the gears are longer. Yeah, so you're in the gear and you're like whoa, and it pulls you. Yeah, but it's also like well, it feels nimble, and I was driving them through those roundabouts like way faster <laughs> than I should have been. Yeah, um, it still feels like like a three thousand pound like big car, right? Whereas the the Fiesta, like I couldn't even tell. I felt like I was in a go kart. Yeah, I couldn't tell where the back was. I couldn't feel the weight move around. It was just glued. And then it had – it was quick, man. The gears, the ratio is much quicker, so it pulled through the gears faster. Yeah. Um, so all things considered, it's going to start at like what, 21 grand 21 or something? Grand. Okay, 21 grand base versus 24 grand base for the Fiesta, uh, Focus ST. I feel like the Focus, though, the one you end up buying is more it's like – With the nav, it's like 27, 28 I, probably, I think you right? get like yeah. – I think the base Focus, you don't get the Recaros. In. Oh, no, you yeah, don't. you need that. Right? Yeah, need I think that, there's yeah. like a base and then I don't yeah. know. Yeah, you don't get the Recaro. No, you need the Recaro. It's like an extra three grand for so, the right. package so, with the so so 27, so like 27 grand. 27 the is like ST. the focus. So what are you, what, where's your money going if you're buying? Oh, the Fiesta all day long. All day long. Yeah. The car was so Did much fun. Did your press fun. car have a nav in it? It had nav. And it, like, um, a, like a real nav or like bullshit nav? I don't know what's the difference. The screen was like, miniature. The screen was about the size of an iPad or an iPhone. Was it like a like a color screen? Oh yeah, like, full okay. color, full nav. Like hey, Nino, this it is actually for you. it actually took us all over Europe. I brought a Garmin okay. GPS with us. So I didn't think the car would have nav. I'm like, oh, it's a yeah. Fiesta. It's yeah, not gonna yeah. have nav. We get there and it's got it. Okay. And um, we used that the entire time. We also actually used it for all like the waypoints, stopping over for like you know gas, museums, like hotels. Like it was all in the nav pre-stored. Cool. So it actually worked. 
pretty well once we got used to the menus. I got I to gotta get one of these, man. I got to get I really want to drive. Do we well, do they're not thing? here yet. Everyone yeah. who's driven them has gone. And I actually yeah. called when I was going to the UK and asked for one. And unfortunately, by the time I knew I was going to the UK, it was too late, and one yeah. just wasn't available. I mean, fortunately, <laughs> I had it. Fortunately, Chris Harris has like three press cars at a time. Uh, you know, he has the CLS sixty three estate as a as a, a long termer. Yeah, I need to get a long termer. So, so he just tossed me the keys to that. So we went to this place. You would love it. This guy Richard Tuttle. Oh yeah, he you was. Know, you know him? Second time I heard familiar. his name in one day. I just came from Autobahn. Tuttle yeah. stopped in and bought all their Fuchs wheels. Yeah. Every single Fuchs wheel that bought makes- them all. Shipped them back <laughs> to the UK. So you met him? I haven't met him, but I know him. Anyone who knows about racing Porsches, yeah. especially from the seventies, knows Richard Tuttle's. His cars are the ones that win the um, East African Safari Rally every right. year. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Ford Wallengard, like all the guys. Yeah. That's what they race in. So this is a Porsche Rally car shop. Yep. Oh, sweet. Oh, it's <laughs> legit. So Chris Harris took me there. Yeah. Because they're, they're working such on a, a car bastard. I don't care about the Polestar. I don't care about the AMG. No, so Richard. But this shop, now I'm, now I'm jealous. So I, I'll be honest, beforehand, you know a lot about this because you're way into Rally. I'm, yeah. I, I love Rally, but I'm not what you'd call a historian or anything. I know a few key names and yeah, you know, whatever. Sure. I'm a casual fan. Yeah, of course. So I didn't really know who he was other than the fact that he did those cars that Chris Harris drove on the ice. And he did, then he did, Chris goes, oh, let's go oh, look at some right. rally cars. So he took me there. Holy fuck. This guy has like the coolest 80s and 70s and 60s Porsche rally cars. They're all lifted on fucking like yeah. super swampers, like Africans. The British love yeah. rallying those fucking 911s. So Richard I, I, rolls up and he's this awesome. like quiet, unassuming dude. He's the nicest guy in the world. Yeah. And he goes, get in. I want to show you something. And I go and get in this, this car with a 67 uh, short wheelbase 911 that he says makes 140 horsepower. He just sideways okay? the whole time. And he goes, he, he, put, he put a dog box in it. It was a rally car. And he goes, so, you know, I had been in England for an hour, an hour and a half. And you, I told you about my state of mind earlier. Jet lagged. Jet, I was very jet, extremely jet lagged. Yeah, and so he goes, "Come with me." I get in the car, and it's it, it's left hand. It's a standard left hand drive car. We're driving on right hand drive roads, right? So he he starts he starts fucking taking off. This, I, this car felt like it had two hundred and fifty horsepower, easy, and he's fucking no lift shifting up yeah. and like left foot braking, no lift sh- no lift shifting down. Yeah, that's the fucking like e braking through corners onto gravel. He knows all these local roads, like the roads around his shop. He's got his little stage set up there, whipping <laughs> fully. Like, and I was like, I'm not scared. This guy, because this guy is clearly an expert, knows exactly what he's doing. Not a problem. And the car's caged, right? Car was caged. Yes, but I was not wearing any kind of safety equipment or anything. But you're in belts. I was in a, a yes, I was in a belt. Yeah, but he but it was awesome, and this car was super cool, and it was a Rally 911 with full on no lift shift, like it was great. Yeah, dog and it was box. the quietest dog box I've ever heard. It didn't make that whiny. Cocoon, it, it was cocoon. a slight whine with a very slight thunk, I, I but not if it's like because the transmission's in the back. It could be, you know, like but I had a Jericho in my Cobra, and it was loud as fuck. Yeah, yeah but but that's because it's like between your legs. Yeah, yeah. Well, right, that, and, you, and it's a forward of you, so the noise comes into you. I wonder if putting it behind you means the noise. It, probably, just it, it might, yeah. I don't know. In the car, it's not so loud. It's cool. I, w- I want a Rally 911 so bad. It made me really want one. He had some super crazy ones in there. Well, the whole bottom's flat. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. You've got no water to deal with. Yeah. You just have one fluid to manage. Yeah. You keep that fluid in the car, and everything goes right. Yeah. All the weights in the back for traction. 
And Chris has one. He has a, 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 like a 71 or something. Like road car. It's a rally car. But he, but he doesn't. Okay, it's street legal, but it's a rally car. We have to talk to him about racing. There, he's it. racing it in some uh, some rally, and I can't remember where. But it's a, he's doing he's rallying it sometimes too. Awesome. I wonder yeah. if those cars have gotten expensive over there too. Oh, probably. Yeah. 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 I mean, not not out of hand yeah. for one. If you want to make one into a race car, it doesn't need to be the prettiest nine eleven in the world. If you want a minty fresh one, it'll be expensive. If you you Speaking know, want of values getting out of hand, I was just for shits and giggles. I was looking at one series MZ the other day, sixty five, seventy five. Yeah, buddy. The uh, the one M coupes, the original one from the eighties. No, 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 no. The new one, one series M, the three thirty five base. Price? Yeah, in yeah. the first year, of course. Dude. They were like forty forty five. My review of that car, it was here are the five reasons this car is going to be worth money. That was yep. my entire my, review of the whole fucking said, car. Uh, the best BMW I've ever driven was I did it for Wired. Yeah. And, yeah. And it was. Amazing. Yeah. I put 2,000 miles in one week on my press Oh, car. I smoked you. I was close to 4,000. <laughs> in a week? I, I picked the car from the airport. I got to downtown San Francisco. I called Wired and said, is there any restriction on the mileage? Because <laughs> no. I knew right away. Yeah. Right? And like, I'm drove, not getting out of this car. No. We, I drove up into North County, like into Napa, and just started ripping those roads. Yeah. Some guy uh, started racing me in a um, MZ3 Roadster mm-hmm. deal. Mm-hmm. And I got Melanie in the car, and she starts screaming. And I'm like, I'm not even racing. I'm like just driving yeah, casually yeah, in the yeah. car. And the guy's flogging the Z3. <laughs> and we, we're going through um, – it's out of, out of Calistoga, like northeast out of Calistoga. There's this crazy twisty road. Like you go to Calistoga, California, yeah. and you look at the map, and you'll see this crazy switchback road. Z3, 60 miles an hour, does like a full 360 in front of us, <laughs> turning in at the apex. Goes across an oncoming lane traffic, misses one car, goes backwards down like the side lane and skims the guardrail by like six inches, comes to a stop. We just wave and keep going. We were like maybe half the car's <laughs> grip. You know what I mean? Like, the car's just so good. Yeah. Here, speaking of we weird Porsches, look at that thing. Ew. <laughs> That's some sort of heinous-looking... El Cheapo fiberglass conversion. It kind of makes the nose look like an F40. But that's the exact copy of those um, Lamar Daytona, like uh, Group 5. Well, whatever it is, it's been done horribly wrong. It's just, it's missing the big big Lexan covers over those fog lights that are normally there. It almost looks like if you made it a 911 in a S2000. It's the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. They're sending it to auction. They just, you know. It was, okay, so... Let's. Uh, I got nothing like talking about a, stuff yeah, people can't see. Time. No, no, no. It's fine. Let's take a five minute break. We got a lot of questions about Europe uh, for you and for me, and uh, we got to plug a few things and blah blah blah. We'll be back. Yep. Is it possible to two youths? Uh, uh, to what? Uh, what was that word? Uh, what word? To what? What? Did you say youths? Yeah, two utes. What is a ute? Oh, excuse me, Your Honor. Two youths. Oh, that was the end of the clip? I thought I was waiting for it to keep going. Yeah, ah, I thought it would be something better. Time to plug some things, because we are brand-friendly here at the Smoking Tire. Yes, we the are. The new brand-friendly Smoking Tire. We, we have some paperwork and brandiness <laughs> yes, coming. Brand-friendly. Mm-hmm. Can't talk about... We haven't talked about pedophilia once this episode. Not no. until just then. Right Not then. Never. Right before, right after brand friendly. Yeah. Of course, Dylan Optics, <laughs> the official eyewear of people who drive white vans. Yeah. 
like Bill Caswell, who <laughs> drives a white hey, van everywhere. Well, I, you know, the hood's highly reflective. And For two and a half years, I basically drove a white panel van to yeah, my race car. Exactly. Right if you had yeah. Dylan Optics, your eyes would be fine that whole time. My, everyone who orders these things, they, they email me and tell me how awesome they are. We've sent out many T-shirts. And if you buy some Dylan Optics using the link on our page, you get a free Smoke Tire T-shirt. That's yeah, cool. Free T-shirts. That's very cool. Give them away like hotcakes. And Thank you very, very much. Thank you, Joe Pesci. Mr. Ticket, the official attorney of the Smoking Tire. Because friends don't let friends plead guilty. www.4mrticket.com Got me out. I, we have to do. We have an, uh, letters from the DMV coming up very soon. Oh yeah, I Mr. Take, Ticket has worked on worked on too. one. I have to talk about. I'm waiting for the paperwork to come in, and uh, of course, Smoking Tire Podcast powered by Shout Engine. Yep. We and uh, then we got what Larry the Drive Clean Larry, Podcast, the Hooniverse Podcast, Drive and Protect, and Hooniverse uh, as well, which we'll be recording right after this. Yeah, so. Caswell has to sit around and do two. <laughs> Because <laughs> I fucking good. drove all the way up here. That's no, you know, it's a Hooniverse podcast. Of course, we have the Hooniverse mobile at our house. Yeah, the, the nitrous, SI. inf- nitrous infested Honda Civic, which yeah. I drove to work today. Oh, <laughs> you was, drove that to the? I drove it. My truck was at the at the shop, so I had oh, to get to yeah. the shop, so I left it there. Fucking hell! Uh, my truck took a beating while I was gone. Zach towed to Vegas with it, and then yeah. fellow towed to Vegas with it. Also, we had two separate trips to Vegas towing. It's, My truck's a beast. Yeah, it certainly can't be said it doesn't get its fair use. No, it's a I fucking thought, beast. I thought the thing had like low tow capacity, like five thousand pounds. Uh, it's six thousand, but our trailer with a car in it is around fifty two hundred. Wow, and yeah. it tows. It doesn't look all saggy going down the highway. It's slightly saggy, but it's not beyond its capacity. That's not bad. No, it's okay. Yeah. It's it'll tow a, sing, a single car feather light, no problem. Yep. Yeah, so it's awesome. good for good for most. But use. I mean, so did, so did my X five. Well, look, I don't yeah. want... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, it, no, it's, it's an not, awesome bad... Well, though, the yeah. towing capacity isn't about... It's a, It's because of the Fox suspension. It's right, just it's not road. really so designed. Yeah, all you need, yeah. Yeah. just some leveling bars on it, would, you'd probably be able to put another 4,000 pounds and on And you it. can tow no. right up to 6,000. We've towed 6,000. No, it's, just, it's, it's fine, the only but. thing you can ding a raptor about. You know, so I was yeah. just being a jerk and just yeah. poking. But, you know? I mean, honestly, <laughs> I've needed to tow with it three times, and all three times I've needed to tow with it, it's done just fine. Yeah, exactly. I'm not... It's still an F-150. Yeah, it's fine. Um and yes, I in Europe, dude, they tow with fucking anything. Yeah, they do. They tow with Corollas and shit, dude. They'll tow with anything. Nothing like seeing an old Europe. station wagon with like a thirty foot trailer behind it. Well, everything's got a diesel over there, so all their cars make a bunch of torque. But you know what, dude? We have it better over here because they mandate the clean diesel. I don't care if it's more expensive. Our, our the European cities, dude, stink like fucking diesel. <laughs> they all do. And it's because every car is, and we're up over here. We're always like, oh, but they get diesels that get forty miles a gallon. They get yeah, yes, the city stink, especially the cities stink like diesel. London's really bad. Italy too, dude. I drove through Naples. Ugh. I mean, Naples Mo- Monaco didn't sketch. smell at all. Monaco is so nice. <laughs> I wonder Monaco, if they, Monaco, the farts smell like roses. Are they doing Monaco, like? Are they doing they the do, urea ge- injection and everything over there? Like, no, they they're here? not. That's a U.S. thing. Yeah, yeah. So that's why. Does that make it better? It, it cleans up the emissions yeah, it, a lot. It, yeah, yeah. It basically injects it like right after what would be a catalytic converter on a gas car, mm-hmm. and then just sits there and atomizes a bunch of the bad shit. Yeah, like it, it's it, you know they have some neat cars over there, but they had they had taxis in the island of Capri, which were opals with just the roof sawzalled right off. <laughs> oh, that sounds structurally sound. <laughs> oh, dude. Some of these the roads in Europe are crazy. They were meant for fucking horses mm-hmm. yeah. or carriages at a maximum. Yeah. 
Like and Tour like, de France. They're, they're like for bikes. Dude, these guys you know? whip on these roads. L- let me tell you something. We Last podcast, I was out of town. Chris Harris, uh, we recorded something in the car driving back from a shoot. And I know it got cut off because the battery died, and I apologize for that. Yeah, it was not a we did deal. the best we could. I don't even know how, how long it actually went. It was, like it was 15 like, minutes? No, it was like 2022. 20, oh, okay, fine. Yeah. Well, either way, I'm sorry it cut off. But he was driving the S4 with me in it. At the Grody S4? Dude, such obscene speeds. Yeah. I cannot believe how fast he drives on British B-roads. Like, the whole side of the car is just, just gra- you know, grass, like, whipping the whole time. You know, he's inches from trees. He cuts corners as if no car could possibly be coming the other way. And his strategy is like, oh, well, I just go fast enough that, like... If I see them coming the other way, I'll already be gone. That's like a horrible strategy. <laughs> like, basically, what I'm saying is like, but he's really good. I mean, he's. His, I have no. I don't question his car control at all. And I'm sure. And he's the fact that he's still alive just shows me that when you're driving roads as tight as the UK, in in anything that is bigger than a fucking smart car, you know. You real the local knowledge makes a big difference. Oh yeah, because because I if I drove like that, like he drove on those roads, I would be dead in twenty minutes. Yeah, it's cause, uh, you know what I mean. Like you just can't you can't drive that fast unless you know the roads. I mean, but he's very very good. But hell. it's I couldn't believe how fast he was going. He really scared me in a couple of points. Yeah, I mean around here too though we have so many people riding bikes and yeah. running on public streets. That's my biggest thing. I come around a corner and there's like a biker coming the opposite direction at the apex. Yeah. Well, you we don't, don't have a car. I'm worried about, you know, there's someone there with their dog. Dude, there's a regular occurrence everywhere in the in Europe which is a one a single lane that is a two-way street. Oh yeah. That happens all over All over, over there. the place. Yeah. Dude, that's unheard of in the yeah, United yeah. States. That well, a fucking single lane would be a two-way The only road. time two you see that is New England. That's it. It's, yeah, here and only bridges. in a very, very yeah. select few places. Yeah, not and everywhere in Europe is yep. like that. Yep. It's the island of Capri, where these are, are Positano, yep. where these fucking towns that are built on cliffs. They're so beautiful. These cars whip up these fucking hills, <laughs> and it's like, and you look at every car parked in the street. They're all damaged. Every single car yep. is damaged. Yep. It's like being in San Francisco. Yeah. You can't have a nice car there. It will be no. destroyed. Destroyed. Parking on the street, yep. banging into stuff. So in, I imagine uh, it's the same thing there. When I went. To Ireland, yeah, and they're like, um, I went to go rent a car, and they're like, "What car?" Do you like? I'm like, "Hey, do you mind if I go into the parking lot and take a look?" Mm-hmm. And I walked out there, and I found the one with just slaughtered front fenders <laughs> yeah. and bumpers, yeah. right? So that like when you go to check out of the lot, they just circle the whole fender, <laughs> yeah. the whole uh, the whole door, the whole driver, the passenger door that's up against the bush, yeah. And then I was able to whip all the roads, and I banged in even more, and you just pull it out and you kick it out a little bit. And, Give me the I mean, bumper car. Yeah, no, I'm serious. That's I, a great I, strategy. It's a great strategy. I had a nice Subaru, like a little turbo one. I think it was like a 1.8 like, <laughs> gas turbo yeah. for something we don't get here, but it was cool. A little Impreza deal. I was uh, I was handed the keys to a 557 horsepower station wagon and told, <laughs> you better start practicing driving on the, on the other side of the car, mate. <laughs> and I was like, oh, God. But oh, okay, so the coolest right-hand drive car. I, I drove a Morgan 8 Super Sports right-hand drive. Is that the new... The Arrow 8. Right. That's like the new one. It looks like an old... It's the yeah, futuristic one. one. Yeah. Very teardroppy, full aluminum, very little wood used in the car at all. It's all like... <laughs> I love how you have to say very little wood Dude, used you know in the what, car. though? The wood... I drove the car. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't mind the wood. 
They need to, to, to sort out the rear suspension a little. Hey, Darla, come on now. Be nice. We're podcasting over here. Darla. Motherfucker. See, I don't ass. like these cars. You're talking about this thing. What? It's like, it looks like... Uh, well, that's a terrible angle. And also a terrible it, color. Know, that's like fucking... That's like 350Z orange. That's the, not the That's not the ideal color. It's the first link that shows up when you Google Martin All right, Arrow so 8. They need to... It, this was the color I drove. Look at the color. When it, in like... In like the almost like liquid metal silver, it looks amazing. I think you have to be like British to appreciate this. I, I cool. just, when you drive one, you know, like because I don't think that how a car a hundred thousand pounds, a hundred thousand pounds, it doesn't that have grand. doesn't that have like it's either a BMW motor, it's a BMW four point eight liter V eight. Yeah, it's a badass. That, oh, by the way, sounds fucking incredible when you pump it out of side pipes. Oh, it yeah. sounds ridiculous. Oh, is, well, that's usually the motor that's huh? in like this the is X5, a coupe right? too. Yeah, the ones yeah. I've seen are convertibles. No, no, that's a coupe. It's fucking brilliant, and you know it's not. It's look, not, it's, it costs as much as a 911. It does not drive as nice as a 911. Yeah, I agree. This However, like, if you have 20 cars, you're like, oh, I think I'll add one of those. That yeah, might be yeah. nice to get dressed up and go yeah, to a party. No, but and, you know what? Yeah. Going to the factory, seeing how they're built, it's very, very cool. And driving it, you know, I don't really care how a car looks. But I do care what it looks like when you're sitting in it and looking out the window. Like, for instance, I don't mind that the Panamera is kind of ugly because when I sit in it, I like the view out of the window. Right, the right, da- right. You know what I mean? Or conversely, the Camaro. Right? Yeah. Which kind of looks cool from the outside. But you yeah, but get inside in it, and you're like, oh, You can't God. see anything. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, right. Now, the view out of the windshield of a Morgan is pretty fucking boss. You're in a modern car, but with the pontoon fenders yeah, and the hood ornament and the fucking leather bonnet straps and the you, it looks like you're like I am in Le Mans 1952, you know, and you've got a modern drivetrain, you've got a suspension that's not quite Porsche levels of good, but you know, it's sporting, good. it's good, it's fun, and it sounds like a like an you know like an AMG car kind of like a like a, a European muscle car. Yeah, it's all throaty. And- you know, it's got a ZF six speed uh, manual or automatic, um, and it's got full carbon fiber seats, and it's all handmade, and everything is made to order. They'll paint one any color you want. It's like they're cool. It's really. It, it's like an Aston Martin where it, uh, you know. It has its market. It has its market. It has I don't its think it's my thing, but I can appreciate that somebody might want that as a yeah. hand-built I, I, thing. Yeah, look, I guess. Well, look at the w. seats, dude. Look at those seats. That's okay, the cool. seats are awesome. <laughs> yeah. The, the seats, seats are, are really, really cool. Yeah, and flip a couple to like the left on my phone. You'll see the dashboard. We'll uh, post dude, these Why are you taking up. naked pictures of yourself? I checked that phone for naked pictures. There are none. <laughs> Um, no, but you know what I mean. Like, but the but driving a right hand oh, drive back Morgan, the, the back and the awesome. coupe is cool. The convertible yeah. in the back looks like uh, looks like shitty, shitty bang bang. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, didn't James May did a bit on this one too? Like, yeah, years ago. This right? is and totally a James May car. Yeah. Richard Hammond had one as well. I think. He no, he owned one. Bought he bought one. one. No, no he way. did. He owned one. No way. The he carbon did. seats are cool. The the roof, like the the leather, yeah, diamond stitching on yeah. the roof and the doors. And you get any materials you want. Any you know what they do the whole thing to order. The it's, dash is cool. Yeah. Well, I was watching. I was watching a video that Chris put up the other day where it was him flogging a Super Seven around and yeah. if there was any quirky british car that i'd want to buy it'd be a super seven That'd yeah be- but i can't fit in a super seven i can this car Fantastic. you know the older morgans i can't fit in at all the 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 eight i can fit in just yeah. fine the arrow eight and it it doesn't 
It doesn't need to be perfect to be really awesome. And how I was the uh, how was the three wheeler when you drove that? Fit it's, it's awesome. It's really fun. Awesome. <laughs> it's really, yeah, it's really fun. See, I'm just not a Morgan guy. It's uncomfortable, but it's really fun. You got to go to the factory. I, we talked to these guys. Talked to this guy who was there since 1979, who had worked on seven thousand cars. I asked this guy who was working on one of the wooden frames for one of the plus eights. Yeah, and I go, "What is the most modern tool that you have?" At your workstation. And he held up a fucking battery for a cordless drill. Yeah. A battery is the most modern tool. And he's pulling out bars like a, like a, uh, you know, this, here's a a crowbar that was used to bend wood in in the 40s, you know. And you can, like, each area, like, it's got a different smell. It smells like welding or it smells like wood or, like, there's the room where they're, they're punching all the the uh, aluminum by hand. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah. Oh, it's, they're actually cool. so they're actually using a wheel and everything to form the aluminum body. Oh yeah, I didn't realize. I thought they were just getting those stamped somewhere. Oh they, wait, no, the body panels. No, the body panels get um, the new, get the stamped. New they they punch all the louvers in the hood by hand. Okay, I thought oh, you meant really? they were actually yeah. forming the aluminum I, by hand. No, they form bare pieces of aluminum and then they completely finish them by hand in the shop. Yeah. It's why I'm posting a, a gallery on the smoking tire. I took hundreds of pictures in there. It's really crazy. And it yeah. made me want to spend money. And I can't afford a Morgan, so I bought a 440-pound sheepskin Morgan driving jacket. So I'm going to look like – you know what? I don't want to say I look like a douche because I don't look like a douche because it's an awesome jacket and I totally pull it off. But it's – it's you Just know. don't wear the stupid Was it driving the one you were wearing in Just the video? In the video with Chris Harris? Yeah. No, I've had that jacket for a long time. People were saying uh, that looked like a does garbage Alex, man jacket. Does or Alex Roy have one to go that's with like his a, Morgan? That's a jacket for hunting duck. That's does, the exact uh, opposite so, of a so garbage, garbage man. Jacket. Does Roy? Uh, does Roy have one for his three wheeler? Because the two of you guys can wear he ascots. He has enough of his. You guys has, can wear ascots and rock your sheep no, you skin. Don't wear and drive. An ascot, well, you have dude. to have you have to have the long scarf that just yeah. flows behind you with in the, the wind. goggles and the yeah, wind. Look, here's the jacket. Look at that. Oh man, the jacket. Here's the jacket. See, but you oh, can't wear cool. that. It's cool. That's totally cool. But yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. wear that here. You kind of look like you should be. No, I actually didn't even bring it here. I left it in my house in New York because that's where. Oh, I was going to say you can't wear that in L.A. Without the full context of that, it looks like you might actually be selling some young lady services on the side of the street. It's kind of a pimp coat. Yeah, we need it. It is. You need a top pimp, hat, dude. and you'll look awesome. And you know what the best part is? That's not the biggest size they carry either. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I bought the second biggest size, not the biggest size. Right on. Boom. So I feel good. Right I also on. saw a really cool car in Europe called an Invicta S1. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Heard of an Invicta? They made about three cars before going out of business. I took a picture of it, and I was looking it up online because I thought I might write a story about seeing it because I was like, I don't even know if it's rare or not. They only made three, and I read a review from Autocar just trashing it. Yeah. And at the end, it said, <laughs> by Chris Harris. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. So we had a good conversation about it. I showed him the pictures. Turns out that was the press car. So they made three, and one Speaking of those Speaking of press, press cars, car. his fucked up Audi... Yeah. You want your story about that car? Sure. He bought that car from a dealer, used, right? Yeah. Not realizing it was an express car until he went back and watched his own video called Can You Drift an S4 for Auto Car? And it was the same fucking How car. did he know? Like same dent? Or and the what? same plates on it. I guess plates stay with the lifetime of a car. Oh, really? It was the same video. Yeah, the same fucking 
I mean, I, I've been I've been putting Caswell stickers in hidden spots in every press car I take. Dude, but the reason like, this car is so f- this car is known for being a piece of shit, and the reason it's a piece of shit is because Chris drifted it for three days straight and then accidentally bought it, not knowing it was the same <laughs> that's car. That's fantastic. That's like, karma, dude. He bought his that's own karma. beat to shit press car, your car and it ends up coming back to you. That's the best Chris Harris story I learned. That's that really that press funny. Press car karma, karma biting him in the fucking ass. Because that car is so beat. uh, My first E36 car ended up being one of my best friend's car. He sold the car to the dealer. I ended up buying it a year later. And then we're at the track, and he's looking at something, (laughs) and he's like, hey, uh, where'd you get this? And he's like, look at something else. He's like, dude, I slaughtered a deer with this. They rebuilt the whole front of the thing. He's like, this look right here is where they cut the frame rail, and they grafted it in mine. I'm like, god damn it. Yeah, and for those of us, those of you listening that don't know, Carfax is complete horse shit. There's so many repairs that can be made, and they'll never, ever fucking get reported. Oh, yeah. This was even before, like, you car. Well, who knows? But it was a while ago. But, yeah, you're right. Yeah, if you just go get the repaired, I mean, hell, I'm like an hour from the border. You're just going to Tijuana, and they'll do whatever you want. You bring it back. That's not any Carfax. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, hell, you just go to a little mom-and-pop shop. Just pay cash. Pay cash anywhere, and there's no Carfax. Right, exactly. You just don't run it through insurance, and it's not on Carfax. Just say, like, insurancereport.com. So I I posted that you were coming on Facebook and Twitter, and there's many many questions from people. Let's get to some of those. Uh, (laughs) Great. Yeah. No, none of them are terrible. (laughs) No, Um, I'm just joking around. Uh, let's find a good but it one. But it is funny what you said about the Europe trip while you're looking, man. We did drink a ton of beer. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you did. I mean, it was my vacation. It wasn't a work trip. And a yeah. friend of mine, John Ackerman, came with. And we started in Amsterdam. Then went to the 24 Hours of the Nürburgring. Then went to Munich just to tour all the, the breweries. And then we went to Monaco for the Grand Prix. He flew home. I went through Torino. Stopped in at Hockenheim. Went back and drove the ring in the tourist lapping. Nice. And then back did to you Amsterdam. time yourself? Now. I mean, I, I wore a, a GoPro on my head, yeah. even though whatever it is is verboten or whatever. Timing, Some yeah. people keep posting in German, like yeah, videoing yeah. the tourist lapping is forbidden. But, yeah. I mean, you know, I saw a bunch of other cars with cameras. Yeah. And I just wore a headset out and no one said anything. Did you have a good time? I had a great time. Until about, uh, I think it's Foxhole was where I actually lost it. I mean, I was jamming. <laughs> I was absolutely moving. And I turned into this corner and... Yeah, I posted to Facebook. It was the closest I've been to totaling a car on a racetrack. <laughs> and I watch in the video, and it's uneventful. Really? I mean, if you're a driver and you've been on a track, you know I was really yeah, yeah. close to crashing. Yeah. <laughs> but because it's a front-wheel drive car, it doesn't get sideways. It's not like I'm tail-slapping yeah, and spinning yeah. down the track. But I was moving, and I turned into a corner. It was pouring rain. <laughs> I'm on street tires. We just did, like, I don't know, you know, thousands of kilometers on. So yeah. You know. And... uh it felt like I was on ice. Like when you come around a mountain road yeah. and all four wheels hit ice and the car's just like in that. Oh, weird... so you just get that lateral. It's just sliding at like yeah. a 30 yeah. degree angle. It's not oversteering. It's not understeering. It's yeah. just sliding off the road and about three feet from the edge of the track. It just hooked up and I steered right back on line. I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, you know, <laughs> I'm just going to take it easy. Because yeah. <laughs> right? I've had the car for like 12 days. I drove it um, pretty fast on the Col de Torini, the Monte Carlo stage rally yeah. road, and didn't stuff it. And then we were doing 149.1 miles per hour on the Autobahn. It still had really. Another- oh yeah, dude, the car moves. <laughs> like I, I guarantee I'm taking that car faster than maybe anyone other than like the test facility. And who knows if they've even put it on an oval yet? 
I mean, they might not have was put it, it on. Was it still pulling? And you ran oh, out of yeah. Room? We just ran out of room. Like, little cars would get in front of us in the Autobahn. We'd, because they'd be like, oh, it's a Fiesta. And they'd move over on us. We're flashing. And they're like, you know. Um, but uh, we actually have video of it. The only thing that didn't work well was the navigation. Like, above yeah. 130 miles an hour, the, the GPS just can't function. <laughs> it just spins in circles like a tornado. That's a good story. Can you beat the nav? Somewhere. Can you beat the nav? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, at a certain speed, it just... Was it overcast or was it perfectly clear? I mean, the whole week was overcast. It rained nonstop. Yeah. I've never driven more in rain in a week <laughs> in my entire life than yeah, that trip. that sucks, dude. Which, Wales, when it is nice out, is the most beautiful place in the entire world. When it's raining, it's fucking misery. Yeah, so like one week of the year, it's a beautiful yeah. place. And we got rest. lucky. The day we filmed with the cars, it was gorgeous. gorgeous. And yeah, we were so lucky. It was nice. We were that so hungover, nice. too. It, you know what else is interesting that I realized? Another plug for the Fiesta. Like, modern aerodynamics. Yeah. Like, I've been... Like, a lot of the BMWs I get in, a lot of, like, the European cars I get in, the roof is substantially narrower than the body, and the window has, like, a really legit curve to it. Yeah, yeah. So when you drive in the rain with the window down, everything in the back seat gets soaking wet. Oh. The water gets pulled into you, and your shoulder gets wet. The Fiesta, you can drive it at, like, 100 miles an hour with the window down in the rain. Because the sides of it, the glass is, like... Damn near vertical. That's awesome. Yes, and the roof is about the same overhang as the door, so that like you don't get wet. Like you stop at a light, and you're not getting rained on. Like every that's car awesome. I've owned, that's for a, a long, good. That's a good thing to know. I thought so too. Hmm. See, that's that's I, something that like you would, most people would never find out. It's just a random thing you find out about a car. Thing. Yeah. And, it, and because of the way it's weird, like there's a big vertical. There's like a little corner glass between the windshield and the and the side window, and there's a big like vertical like foot long tall piece like so it's like a big a pillar window yeah yeah there's like a little there's like a little corner a pillar window and then there's like another like a pillar and there's the door i'm sure there's some name for it and someone's gonna yell at me and it's like the hofmeister kink or something yeah you know whatever but uh yeah i don't know i was i'm a real fan of the little the little fiesta man small cars are fun man i mean it's the best way to go because you've got plenty of room to place them on the road yep and lower, you know, obviously I, lower weight always feels better. So. I still think that Ford should let me put a uh, like a Boss three hundred two engine in one. I mean, I know <laughs> I can make it fit. They right? had, uh, they had. Remember that there was a Focus that yes. Roush built that was a V eight yep. Cobra rear motor rear wheel drive. Yeah, they so, said it was manic. Yeah, well, I yeah. can't. I guarantee the Caswell version would be far more <laughs> civilized. Or the you you and Corbin should get together. Yeah, he's doing the Rolls Royce, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got shat on for attempting Kickstarter, which I think was unfair. I, you know, I think you did it in the wrong manner. Well, I saw the Jalopnik comments on it, and this guy's like outlining this whole thing. He needs to plan this and plan this and plan this before he puts any money into it. Clearly, this kid has no idea what the fuck he's doing. I'm like. Well, first of all, you have no idea who the fuck this kid is. We've got two solid podcasts of him explaining exactly what he's doing. The kid knows his shit. Yeah, he's yeah. done his homework. He just on doesn't the have a ton yeah. of money. But you know, that's part of the fun. It's there's no there's no rule book for turning a rolls into a drift car. Like you kind of have to. I just I, I kind of wish there was though. That'd be a fucking great book. Well, I don't understand where all the cash goes. Right. I mean, I know like the. Well, didn't he put he put a list of like the parts and things required? Oh, I probably stopped scrolling. Up to a certain amount. I read like his yeah. initial ask yeah, I mean, and like what know, you whatever. get if you donate. It's... Well, no, I mean it's interesting. I've I've thought about doing you know an Indiegogo campaign yeah. for for launching some of my projects, and it just doesn't. I don't know. We'll see what happens, but um, it's hard to sell what people pretty much assume is free, even though it's not free. It's actually kind of an accomplishment that he even got on Kickstarter because Kickstarter turns a lot of shit away. Yeah, is it because he was building 
a project, like typically like a campaign for an event or a service or so you have to produce like a physical yeah. product to be on Kickstarter. Indiegogo, just take your cash. Yeah. yeah. Anything you want, like you can, like you can, you know, whatever you want to make, you can do it on Indiegogo. And then, um, the cool thing is if you don't hit your limits, you still get the cash. They just double yeah. the fee. Yeah. So like if you hit your target, it's only a 4% fee, but if you don't hit the target, it's like a 10% fee, but they still release the cash to you, which is, good and bad. So I now know like if I'm going to put, you know, a hundred bucks into someone's campaign, but I don't think it's going to fund. Yeah. I know they're going to release my money at the end anyway. Yeah. And then the guy's going to be like one third funded and the project can't get done. And where's your cash go? You're just the difference with Kickstarter though is Kickstarter won't release it. until I think, I think Corbin just picked too high of a number. I I agree. His number was too high. And if his number was a lot lower, he would have gotten a lot more people. What did he ask? Yeah. It was like twenty eight grand or something, something high. Speaking of yeah. donations, yeah, I think you should have just done it in phases. Yeah, like five grand, five to get the grand chassis gets, running, yeah. and then go find an engine guy, and then three grand to get the engine going, and yeah. you know, whatever. Speaking of donations, there is a campaign going on from the EFF right now, which is the Electronic Frontier Foundation. And what they actually do is they're a legal group that represents people like us oh, that yeah. are podcasters. And there was a company called Personal Audio LLC that is a patent troll and is going out and suing podcasters and basically forcing them to settle because none of us can afford the 3 or $4 million legal fight it would take to fight them. So if you what would like to... What patent are they suing over? They claim... They filed a patent last year. They claim that they invented podcast distribution. Podcast distribution. Yes. It's a very wide, it's a very vaguely worded patent that the patent office should have never even allowed them to get because there was prior art all over the place. So now the EFF is fighting on all of our behalves. And, uh, and I'm totally going to go file a patent for using a microphone to record your voice and telling stories yeah. and then putting it on the internet. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's, like, exactly. Well, that's basically that how it works. So if you guys want to help us out and help out podcasting in general, go to the EFF.org, and they're taking donations as small as 5 bucks to help us you know, all stay podcasting. This includes not just us, everybody podcasting. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's a fucking mess. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. a mess. Rolla. Couple questions that's... from Facebook. Uh, best car you saw in Europe that can't get in the U.S.? I saw... A, can we get that Ferrari bread van? You uh, know, the... The the FF? Uh, was it an FF? Yeah, I saw, one. FF. I saw some really bizarro Ferrari, like, shooting brake bread van. Brand new? Yeah, that's or the FF. Brand spanking. Yeah, yeah, yeah FF. FF. Yeah, Dan Neal has one right now. He was okay. picking up lumber in it. <laughs> I've never actually seen one in person. Yeah, um, I know. They, they don't sell many of them, but you get them here. They're cool, though. They're I neat. saw, I mean, I don't know. I saw a lot of, uh, like, Focus with the RS500s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, those things are fucking awesome. I think those things are really cool. Um, I did stumble into a parking garage below the prince's palace in monaco yeah where there was the most amazing collection of cars he had like a 1970s bmw 30 cs with like seven thousand miles on it like someone bought it in the 70s put in the garage and just left it there was a 25th anniversary edition countach in there (laughs) like mint condition yeah um a uh I don't know. There's a guy running through the Alps in the pouring rain in a uh, in a Lotus Super Seven. I mean, I didn't. That's like baller. We, 
Yeah, we can get a lot of the cars. I mean, I, the day of – oh, I went to the auto museum in Torino. There. I just put a story up on July. I saw that. You some crazy shit in there. Crazy stuff, like yeah. a Lancia Delta Negrale that, Spider. I think, was my favorite. Yeah, that thing was really cool, It right? was like It was like a fucking Volkswagen Cabrio on acid. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? Big like, fenders, yeah. little racers. Imagine that, like Lancia Delta Integrale two-door convertible. Yes. Like all-wheel drive turbo, like awesome. Yeah, that's interesting. That's super cool. I think the coolest car I saw, probably, I mean, the Morgan, you know. Yeah, the Morgan probably. That's probably the coolest. But Did like, you get a chance to drive uh, the Megane while you were over there? No, he didn't have that anymore. I drove okay. a Megane. It was a station wagon, two-liter <laughs> diesel. <laughs> no, he had a, like a, cu- <laughs> he had a Megane yeah, cup. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, he, uh, he has, his press car game is tight as fuck. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's and then I got to ride in an, an ape in Italy. You know what an ape is? Uh-huh. It's like a three wheeled, like a tuk tuk. Oh, <laughs> it's like a cab. It's got like a little shitty like Vespa engine, but it's like a three wheeled thing with like one guy on the front in like a tiny little one person bubble with like a bench behind it for a cab. It was so shanty. Okay, so I saw some weird stuff. I saw that one little red car in Amsterdam that's supposedly for like handicapped people. It's technically classified as like a scooter, so you can ride it like on the scooter paths. <laughs> yeah. But it has doors, and you get into it, and it's you like have a picture sing- of it. Let me see it. It's like it? a single seater deal. <laughs> um, and that thing was, I want one of these. I mean, I, when I go back to the Netherlands, I want to get like a couple of them and do like a little race in these things. You because, have to be, hey, you have to be handicapped to use those. Well, apparently people have been buying them um, like on their own. And just having fun with them, and then in uh, in Can or in Nice, I saw a like little electric. I think it was made by Suzuki, and it was like a little two seater, and you sit like one in front of the other, and then no windows, yeah. but it had doors. Yeah, and then it was electric. Yeah, Vicky Henderson did fast. a review of that on Fifth Gear last year. Okay, yeah, it's an interesting little car. Oh. Um, here, it looks like this. And then people just, like, crash them into walls and just leave them there, which explains the handicap part. Oh, that thing? Yeah. Oh. They're looks- all over Amsterdam. That's <laughs> so funny. And it's so thing. small. Damn. Is and it it's- a, a two people, one in front of the other? I think so. Yeah, that's and fucking bad. You know, that's we- technically a scooter? It's, cl- it's apparently, like, registered as a scooter, even though it's, like, a car. So you can park them at, like bike racks here and there's like a little door on the back so you can like put your groceries in <laughs> it's so Dude, did you, get, you gotta find him one of those to rent it's um is that what it's called a, oh a canta c-a-n-t-a is the name of it canna canta something like that i don't know and oh and here's like a little silver one they make them in different colors <laughs> they make them in different colors <laughs> i just thought they were red that is the <laughs> one option on the sheet uh, I mean, they make them in different colors you know Things like this, like finding a giant Buick Skylark. Yeah. Let's parked. not. You know what? We got to move on from talk, just yeah. you showing me pictures on your phone. I know. It's realize that's bad, bad radio. Because yeah, now, what are you gonna do? Radio. Now, now, what are we gonna do? I don't you know. Fucking have to move like on post from that them now. With the podcast, so people nah, can like, do we have more questions? Yeah. What else we got? Um, I'm trying to look for something good. I eh. did see lemons oh. on dirt. Yeah, you, I saw that, and you you let you let out Dirtberg ring. Which I thought you were going to keep to yourself. I was, but I already like have uh, yeah. Dirtberg ring it is good. You got to get a shirt it. for that. Like, I already yeah. have the URL, and it's oh, you do. Like, yeah, okay. I already have all, all right, Dirtberg ring locked down. So uh, here's good. a here's a legitimate question for both of us. Chris uh, Pedroza on Twitter. Uh, him and his dad are planning a, a trip to California. What's some cool car shit they can do in California? Well, of course, you can rent a sports car from Gotham Dream Cars yeah, and go drive <laughs> canyons. That's one thing. I guess the question would be no, actually- where in California because it's a big fucking state. 
Uh, yeah. I mean, if you're in Northern California, there's good roads and wine. If you're in Southern California, there's good roads and tacos. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, if you're in San Francisco, you got to go into the city and eat because there's some of the best restaurants in the U.S. there. Yeah, I would agree with that. Good food. Yeah. I mean, I, I, if it were me, I would drive up and if you're in San Francisco, I'd drive up into the Napa area. Yeah. And go drive like Redwood, all the Redwood yeah, stuff. Yeah, the Redwoods and Big Sur. Big if Sur. You're down the, the, the one, you know, in that yeah. area. I mean, if you're going to be in Southern California, you know, you can wake up early as fuck and do cars and coffee. Which is Irvine. cool, depending on what shows up. If you're Super coming in from out of town, it's a cool thing to do. But like, I don't go there because it's, it's in so early and so far. It sucks. It's like halfway between my house and your. Yeah, house. which is directly <laughs> in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah, I, I don't know. Understand? There needs to be like a um, party version of cars and coffee. It starts <laughs> at like noon. Yeah, it's where right? no, like the the fast. Where's the Fast and the Furious car shows? I went to with a, a uh, with Asian girls in miniskirts, like in techno at two in the morning. Yeah. Where do those car shows happen? Deep torrents. <laughs> no, Deep I went torrents. to like a modified magazine, or it wasn't that. It was the independent one, the one that's not owned by um, Motor Trend. It's not owned by Source Interlink. It's like the tuner oh. import mag import tuner. Is that what it is? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. But they, they had like a big party, and it was it was exactly what you think it would be. It was like lots of body Oh, oh I remember. Lots Hot Import Nights. All that old Hot stuff, Hot Import right? Nights. It was kind of like that, yeah. but it was just on a chill Saturday afternoon in a parking lot. And like people were doing burnouts, and there were chicks running around in spandex. And it, was, <laughs> it was at K1 Speed, so you go in and run like oh, really? laps. Oh, uh, well, yeah. We we did some... I mean, it was a good time. We, took, we made good use of their parking lot on my 30th birthday. <laughs> you <laughs> burn some rubber up in the parking yeah, lot? A little bit. A little bit. Okay. <laughs> I have a legit question I have to answer before we need to uh, get the fuck out of here. Okay. And I hate to cut off Caswell, but he's going to be on the Hooniverse podcast also, so you're going to oh, get plenty yes. so more get of double Caswell. Caswell. I, I just like coming but up here and hanging out. Legitimate yeah. question. We just post- posted an episode today uh, on Drive uh, where I was in the UK with Chris Harris, mm-hmm. and we had his beat-ass S4 and the Porsche Cayman, and we were trying to decide whether or not uh, wh- whether it's a good idea to have a tuned car, and how f- how far you should modify that tuned car if it if it's going to be your only car. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean. Not if it's going to be a race car, but if you're going to have a car and you want to modify it. So we came to the conclusion that first off, if you want a newish car, especially something with a warranty or something brand new, you should buy the best car you can afford. If you can afford a Cayman. You probably shouldn't buy an FRS and try and do a turbo. Right. You know what I mean? Because you're throwing away a perfectly good warranty. You know what I mean? And, like, at the end of the day, you've got an FRS. You don't have a Porsche. You know, no matter what anyone says, right? A Cayman is better than an FRS, like even a base Cayman. Yeah, the fit, the finish, the yeah, sound, the yeah. driving down the highway, just yeah. even the rubber seals that seal the that, door. Yeah. To the and car. it's a better platform to it's start car, from, right. Later on, if and you then do if you, want to modify, you buy the best car you can afford. You drive it for a while. You get your enjoyment out of it. Yeah. And then if you need more, you need and and all companies leave a little bit on the table. Yeah. For yeah. emissions or for fuel economy. And or on for turbo noise, cars, they usually leave a lot warranty, on the table. Just so, they don't, just so the car doesn't fall apart. I mean, whatever people. it is, from the factory, I think most cars are tuned I to about 75, 80%. The one exception are. in this range is with like muscle cars, is like you can get a Mustang GT and not necessarily a boss, and then do th- some, throw some upgrades on the Mustang on the GT, and it'll be better than the boss. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. What I'm saying is most cars, they leave something on the table. Yeah. Even the boss, they leave something on the table because they want people to be able to drive them really hard and not have them explode within reason. Oh, yeah. But it's... if you make certain sets, so anyway, I think we decided that buy the best car you can afford if it's a new car. And if you want a tuner car, just get an old one. 
Because, like, you know, his S4 was faster than the Cayman by a lot. And it was worth, like, 15,000 pounds versus this 52,000-pound Cayman. So, you know, you want to do a tuner car, okay, get an old car, tune it, whatever, do whatever you want. You know, but you should buy the best car you can afford, not look look to buy a brand-new car and then heavily modify it right off the bat. Yep. And I know they said one car, right? If you're going to have one mm-hmm. car and own it. Mm-hmm. But unless you're in Manhattan, San Francisco, or downtown L.A., parking's really cheap. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can abandon a car on a street, and no <laughs> one's going to ticket it in America for a long, long time. Yeah. Like, you're better off getting, like you said, the nicest car you can afford. Yeah. And then go buy, like, an old Mustang Fox body or an E30 yeah. or just anything. Or a 944 yeah. or something cheap. And then just do stupid things with it. Bolt a big supercharger on it. Yeah. Just stick a V8 into an E30. Like Do whatever it is that you want to have fun with. See, I think me and other people have different ideas of what luxury is. Some people, especially in L.A., would see luxury as like a phantom. Right, But even if I was rich yeah. enough to own a Phantom, I would never get to the point where I wouldn't care about the Phantom to the point where I'd be obsessive over it. Right, It's so expensive. <laughs> I think the ultimate luxury is having a car that you genuinely don't give a fuck about. <laughs> You've seen the E30. That's yeah, what I'm saying. The E30, like we have the Glucker Mobile, dude. The not giving a fuck is wonderful. Yeah, I mean that was. It's great. You have the element. Yeah, but you know what? The element's still. You like, can hose your car down. That's actually that's actually a lie from their PR people, but that's what? a whole other thing. Wasn't there a lawsuit it. from that? Yeah, yeah it's got neoprene seats and plugs. You no, can't I do it. You'll there was ruin some the kind electronics. Of lawsuit, dude. I seriously think there was some lawsuit because you can't do it. Yeah. I thought that was the best part about the no, Someone somebody brought showed that up it like two it. days ago. They're like, oh, well, I think I want to get that Honda that you can like hose down. No, they debuted it at like SEMA or something like that, and some press person did it while they were there, and you're not supposed to ever do that. Yeah. So that's why that. But back to the point, anyway. Okay. You know, it's just like. Even that's like a little more like I'll be able to sell that car and get some good money for it. But when yeah. I had my pickup, I did not give oh, a yeah. fuck. Yeah. You, I mean, my official parking spot at your old house was on the sidewalk. Yeah, yeah. So, not much has changed. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right, Bill, plug your shit. I don't You'll know. Be on Universe podcast and yeah, I'm on Universe. Find me on Facebook, <laughs> YouTube. I don't know. Send me a message. Say hi. Come out to a race. Hang out. Drink some beers. I don't really have anything to plug, man. All read right. your stuff on Jalopnik. Yeah. Yeah. And read your shit on Jalopnik. Yeah. I mean, there's companies that sponsor me for racing, but it's like, I'm not going to sit here and plug them in. <laughs> all you right. I mean? You had your it. shot. Don't blame me. It's all me. good. Follow us on Twitter at The Smoking Tire, Instagram at The Smoking Tire, Facebook at The Smoking Tire. Fa- the Smoking Tire now has more Facebook fans than I do. Just passed it. That's there awesome. Fucking, so follow me at The Real Mad Farah. <laughs> Fucking. Let's get that back Leave up us on. some reviews on iTunes, yeah, please. Yeah, and leave us reviews on iTunes. That does uh, wonders for yeah, us. Nino didn't get to do much Joe Pesci. Sorry, Nino. No, it's completely fine. I think Joe Pesci was a shitty decision anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been good if the soundboards were better. We'll be back with more alcohol and therefore more energy. I, I've been up for almost 20 hours already. So yeah. I, had a long, I flew here a couple hours ago. But wow. fucking. Ah. Uh, Let's eat some dinner. Get the fuck out. What number are we at? Seven deuce? 73. 73. As Caswell shows me a trunk full of beer. Dude, it's um, No, but seriously, did you see that? No, because I, I swapped this whole engine out and totally just just tracked it out. No, this is um <laughs> this is a uh the Fiesta ST. So are you guys still recording? <laughs> the, uh,